Welcome to the Relationship for Win Win podcast. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Kevin. And we've been married for 25 amazing years. Well, they haven't all been amazing, to be honest, babe. That's true. And we have four awesome kids. We do. And we love them so much. And babe, I love you. And we're just trying to share some things that we've learned about life. Uh, We're not experts by any stretch of the imagination. We're not counselors. We're not professionals. But we have lived life a little bit. And we hope to share some things with you that are beneficial. So thanks for listening. Today, we're going to have another relationship tip, and it's called The Love Bank. And The Love Bank was how we heard about it was from a book we read by Dr. Willard Harley Jr. And he's written lots of books about marriage and lots of he has lots of great info. And I think he also has a website. But anyways, Kevin's going to explain about The Love Bank. Yeah. So The Love Bank is kind of an interesting concept. And Again, like when you, if you've listened to us before, we, we come up with these concepts, we just kind of name them. And so all of a sudden we can just easily in our relationship refer back to them. But so the concept of the love bank is like any other bank that you imagine when you were like a little kid, maybe and you had a savings bank and that you could deposit coins or dollars in there and it would, you know, build up and that over time you would pull money out of it. Right, so this this bank is constantly in fluctuation of ads and subtractions. So one of the things that we look at is that we do that in relationships, and we do it all the time. And sometimes we do it intentionally. And part of the thing that we'll do today is we're going to talk about now the definition of a love bank, but we're going to talk about how to add to the love bank, how things leak out of the love bank. Sometimes it's all at once, and sometimes it's over time. And what happens when the love bank's empty with all of that? So the, the concept of the love bank is making deposits into your significant others or even kids, would you say, babe? Like, yeah, definitely. I mean, you could really use this with any relationship that you have, but we're going to mostly focus today on a marriage relationship. Yeah, yeah, good point. We, any relationship has these takes and gives, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, things that you can do to put... You know, if you're familiar at all with the concept of love languages, think about ways that you could put deposits into someone's love bank. Uh, maybe they like it if you cook them a meal or you make the bed. Someone likes to get gifts, so like flowers, or someone likes you to, to get a card and pour out your feelings in the card for them. Or maybe somebody, they love quality time together and they, you've planned a date night out or um, maybe you come home from work and say, you know what, I'm going to let the other spouse have the night off and I'm going to put the kids to bed so you can go have some you time. Um, you, maybe you make a favorite meal for that person. I was thinking of you, made your favorite meal tonight. Uh, maybe it's doing activities together like yoga or working out or bike riding, whatever it is. And maybe it's sex, right? Or it's being intimate with one another that you... It's always sex. It's always boils <laughs> down to sex, Right. And uh, good call, babe. Like if all else, <laughs> if all those others fail, just boil down just to, go sex. to sex, and you're going to be great. And then yeah. it's a good love bank deposit for sure, right? And and so you can look at that is to say, I'm so glad you said that, babe. That's hot. That's a love bank deposit right there. So I'm going to say that <laughs> that any of those things you are depositing into your partner's love bank, right? And you can just see and build it up. And my guess is for some of you friends listening. You're like, yeah, if someone did that for me, like that just kind of cha-ching, like that just goes right into my love bank. You made my favorite meal, like, oh, baby, like I love you. Or like if you got me a card 
Or someone's like, <laughs> how many movies are done like with people? Kevin like, has never said, if you buy me a card, that's going to be love bank that's deposits. True. That, that <laughs> that's true. But me, on the other hand, I love a good card. Right. And it doesn't have to be a card. It could be that like maybe I put a post-it note beside the bed or I just wrote you something. Because reality is if we keep going to the Hallmark store and buy a card, they're like $10 a card. Now, I don't know how, I don't know how we're paying these Hallmark people to write these cards, but it's expensive. But you could say, look, you could get a, a journal. Like if that's important to you, which by mm-hmm. the way, I'm going to work on this because we used to do this and I'm doing this, yeah. by the way, getting a little journal, yeah. put it beside your bed and writing you a little note. Yeah, we actually did. I'm just going to say this. We had a gratitude journal. I had one by my bed that I wrote notes to Kevin about what I was grateful for him. And he wrote notes. He had one for me. And we used to pass those every night to each other and find them or leave them on our each other's nightstands. And we would write a little gratitude note of what we were grateful for. And it was like, it was working so well that we just stopped doing it, like you do with <laughs> everything else in life, right? But it was, like, it, so good. It just was, quit. I have those. I mean, it was probably a year. We probably did it for a year. I don't know. It was a good one, though. Yeah, so you kind of get this concept and just kind of visualizing is to say, I am going to, whether it's intentional or not, I think the real trick is, is, is it when you start to be in the relationship long enough, like when you're first together, you just do stuff and everything's a love bank deposit, right? But then after a while, I think you have to start to intentionally figure out spouse, significant other, or child, or whoever you're trying to deal with. This is the way that I could show that person that I love them. I I know my mom, for example, if I called her every day, that's a love bank deposit for her, right? And so you can figure this out as to say what works in those relationships. And we're going to talk a little bit now about withdrawals on this. Yeah. So with everything good, there's always another side, right? And, and they kind of happen in two different ways. And maybe I'll talk about one and you can kind of talk about the other. I think one that naturally happens is just over the course of a relationship, things just erode, right? If I just don't keep actively pursuing and actively intentionally putting deposits in, it just naturally erodes, kind of like inflation just kind of erodes purchasing power of something, right? You don't even see it. It just kind of happens. Yeah, and the the thought I had with that, you know, the people that say, I love you, and I'll let you know if that changes, that's kind of what we mean. Yeah, like, like we just, got married, yeah. and I told you I loved you. If it changes, I'll let you know. Okay, if anyone ever gave you that advice, take that out of your brain, because that is terrible advice. This is something that needs to be done on a daily basis. Um, so the withdrawals, another thing, are hard withdrawals. So things like being critical of your spouse not spending time, withdrawing affection for whatever reason, um, lying, doing things you know irritate your spouse, being selfish, um, you don't follow through, you yell, um, becoming controlling. Infidelity. Yeah, infidelity is a big one. Spending too much money and hiding money. Working in retail, women do this a lot. And I I think it's, it's not good. It's not healthy for your marriage. So yeah, so we can imagine that love bank now or a bank deposit or however you want to look at it. You've got a bank account that you can you can bring that thing to a positive balance. Mm-hmm. You can bring it to zero and you can be in the over overdraft. Yeah. You know, and I, infidelity I, makes it go like overdraft a gazillion times. Yeah, and I've I've brought our relationship <laughs> to zero and on overdraft many times in in our relationship is that just because of doing things that take big withdrawals out of 
the the deposits that you build up. So it's like, well, babe, I gave you a card and I made your favorite meal, but I had an affair. It's like, well, they don't add it up, you know? So you've yeah. got a negative balance here, yes. right? And yes. so, I mean, dealing with withdrawals, there's, again, you've got these this gradual. So again, as a recap, we've got gradual withdrawals that just happen. And then we've got other kind of harder withdrawals that just get sucked out of the bank account. Yeah. And the one thing that I do know with the really hard withdrawals, it is not impossible to crawl out of that and start putting Love Bank deposits back into your Love Bank. You have to be willing to have a soft heart, be forgiving. You have to look at yourself and say, what are the qualities that I need to have to let this person that has just hurt me and put me in the negative? What do I need to do and what can I do to help get back into the positive? So um, you don't want to be hopeless because there's always hope. Yeah, that's a good point. There's always hope. And I I think that people um, will say constantly, we hear this all the time, you know, we've got to work on our marriage. You know, yeah. they understand to be in a healthy marriage, you've got to constantly work at it. It's um, you got to be proactive. You got to be intentional about it with your love bank deposits. But one of the things that I think you mentioned in preparation for this, Jennifer, was that, you know, it, it's better than work if you say, I want to be proactive and intentional about my love bank deposits not work at my marriage. Yeah, because right? when you when you say the word work, it means like, ah, oh, this isn't going to be fun. I mean, it could it could have positive or negative, but I think when you twist it and say a different intentional, it becomes and, more enjoyable. Yeah, right? you say like, I want to be proactive. You and want to do, yeah. and I think every morning for me, I love to wake up in the morning, talk to Kevin, make breakfast for him almost every morning. That's something I did not do for years. I was just feeding the kids or, you know, you fend for yourself. You're an adult. But now I really love making breakfast for you. Kevin almost every day, not every day, but he makes our bed. Oh, I and... like how you do breakfast every day, but I almost every day make the bed. But no, it's true. That's true. Well. Babe, it's true. Okay. I'm owning it. You're absolutely right. He makes the bed. Or sometimes he takes the kids to school if you know, one of them can't. We only have one that doesn't drive now. But, you know, so it's just working together and doing things like, I know this is going to make Kevin right. feel good. I'm going to send him a text or... Like that. Yeah, the other day, like I, yeah. I went into our our bedroom in, in the bathroom that was off there. And there were all these like little sticky notes that you wrote me little messages on there. Um, it was sweet to see that. No, I knew, I knew the way to tell you that I saw those and it meant something to me. If I did that in a good, powerful way, that's love bank deposits for you. I could have sent you a text and said, thanks, babe, or saw the messages. And that would have been good. But I intentionally and proactively said, I'm going to wait to see her and face to face, thank her for that and tell her what it meant to me for just a second. Bigger love bank deposit, right? And so we did that. Yeah. So I think it's so important to really think about on a daily basis because I think sometimes we mindlessly just do withdrawals. Like it's just almost like a little too natural for us to do a withdrawal. Because um, we quit working, right? Yeah. It's, it's part of that natural erosion. Like, ah, I just quit working. I've got so many other things going on. I have to now purposely and intentionally and proactively think about what is going to make my spouse or my child happy and what can I do to to not only take that love language, 
but practically apply it and to drop a deposit in the bank. And it's so much more fun to make a deposit, I promise. It is. You feel good. Your spouse feels good. Everyone's happy. So, sometimes you can be creative with it. Yeah. It never feels good to do a withdrawal. But sometimes, no. you know, it just happens. But yeah, I think um, thinking of other ways that we we do that with date nights, with trips, with, I mean, there's so many ways you can make a love bank. They don't have to cost money. It's just maybe a you know, greeting your husband when he comes home from work or he greets you when you come home from work. He tells you you look hot. Right. Slap you on the ass in the kitchen and say, babe, <laughs> you look hot today. Right. And so we and I know that's a love bank deposit for you. Right. Mm-hmm. And and just as when you come to the door and greet me when I come, it's not every day, but it's like you do that periodically and you intentionally thought about that. Yeah. Say, this is going to make my husband happy. And I just had this thought. What I used to do when Kevin came home from work, I would probably hand him a kid and start complaining and say, oh, my gosh, my day was so hard. And, I mean, it was terrible. That was terrible. Do not do that. Yeah, that's why I take the long way home. I take the long way home because I know what I'm getting when I get home. But instead, or I just felt like I attacked you. Oh, my gosh, and another adult is in the house. Please talk to me. Please, please, please. So anyways, finding ways that yeah, so, that work. So on the opposite side of the love bank deposits, and I think you were kind of bringing this up about these kind of big withdrawals, mm-hmm. uh, Dr., um, Dr. Harley would call these love busters. Yes. And there's a lot of things that you can do that are love busters, right? Infidelity, big love buster line all the all the big ones we would call those love busters maybe yes. and so one of the things that when you when you look at love busters it's a massive withdrawal out and it takes a lot more deposits like we said to put back in with that concept and so you know one of the simplest things we can do is to practically apply i think the love language of whoever you're communicating with be creative and it's actually kind of fun. Yeah. It's kind of fun to do. Yeah. And I think if you can get good at putting deposits in your love bank, you're never going to have a big love love buster. No. Because what happens is with these love busters, th- these are how not every affair starts, but this is how a lot of affairs will start, is that you are – imagine that your love bank is zero or even negative. Because I, I, as the spouse, have neglected your love bank. And then all of a sudden – Someone comes along and instantly fills that love bank for you. Let's... And I promise that other person isn't saying anything negative about your spouse. Oh, no. They don't <laughs> see you take out the trash. They don't see your husband or wife when they're stinky. They're or... a make-believe person. I call them the unicorn. Yeah, for sure. So I look at that as to say, if you are running at a negative balance or zero, like you're barely making ends meet in the love bank you're really opening up your relationship to be much more susceptible that someone will come along and all of a sudden it's like, I'm spending more time at work or I'm spending more time at the gym or with my personal trainer or the tennis instructor or whatever it is. And they start filling your love bank. And what happens, I think, naturally in relationships is that we we do all these things together. We we used to like go on picnics and we used to bike ride together, whatever it was. And then we start functioning as parents and things start happening in life. We we start to coast and things naturally erode. And then, boom, I got somebody who wants to go bike with me and somebody wants to go on a picnic with me or whatever you were doing before. And it's like, it feels And all like. the person at home is doing, I'm just going to say the wife, is nagging and having demands and so I need negative. this and just a lot more negative. 
you never do this or why didn't you do this and just complaining instead of putting deposits into the love bank. And, and I'll be honest. I mean, I have damn near bankrupt us multiple times in our yeah. relationship to be totally honest. And I think that, you know, to, to, I love your concept, babe, to say there's always hope and to say, no, we can actually regroup and figure out our, you know, metaphorically speaking, our spending habits. And so that we can get more intentional deposits in there because the, the love buster concept that comes along, the opposite of that is going to say love bank deposits. And so now we actually, when we do things for one another, we'll say, babe, huge love bank deposit. You know, that was a huge love bank deposit. So it reinforces that feels good to me. Yeah. I like that. That's yeah. filling do my Do more cup. of that, please. Please do more of that. Like, oh. you know, for me, I love it when you plan date nights and when you knock it out of the park and we've got a date night that I didn't need to plan, but you stepped up and said, babe, like, I want to plan this date night for us. And I'm not telling you where we're going. So it's a surprise for me. You, you intentionally thought of ways to go put a deposit in for me and we'll be at the end of the night and I just feel full. And guess what I want to do? I want to go reciprocate and put deposits in your love bank. So it feeds off of itself. And, and I think also conversely, would you agree, babe, we can take withdrawals out from one another equally as well. Like, yeah. well screw you. You didn't yeah. do that for me. I'm not doing a damn thing for you, you know? It's so true. But it's so much more fun putting deposits in than taking them out. Absolutely. So we would just say kind of in recap is to say this whole love bank deposit concept is to say, try to figure out your spouse, child, or whatever the relationships, what that love language is, then proactively and intentionally figure out ways to feed that constantly and, and doing so in creative ways, ways that yeah. they think will be good. And don't view it as work. View it as I'm going to make my marriage stronger. I get to do this. I get, I, to, I get this. to go fill yeah. your bank Yeah, and it up. feels so amazing because honestly, you get some of the payment too when you fill your spouse's. It's like when you – imagine you get like the great gift at Christmas time that you can't wait to give that person. Like, oh, I can't wait. Or their birthday or whatever. Like, I can't wait to get it to them and see the look on their face. Imagine we can do that on a more regular basis in our relationships with one another. And again, it doesn't have to be big and grandiose. You just It's just a matter of figuring out what that – relation, what that love language is for the other person, and then just go feed that. Otherwise, the love busters creep in yeah. and, and, and it happens a lot. Yeah, sadly it does. And so we're hoping that our experience can help you so you don't have those things happen yeah. in your life, in yeah, so, marriage. Yeah, so good luck with the love bank and avoid uh, love busters where you can. Friends, one of the greatest compliments that you can pay us is to introduce your friends and family to our podcast and so that we can all grow and learn together. So thanks so much for listening today to the Relationship 411 podcast. Please like and share. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Remember, we promise to give you the 411 about relationships. So you don't have to call 911 for yours. 